Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast. My name is Randy Gudo, and it is day 94. Today, we're going to be reading through Deuteronomy chapters 26 and 27, Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42, and chapter 11, verses 1 through 13, Psalm chapter 76, and Proverbs chapter 12, verses 15 through 17. The translation I'm using throughout this podcast is the English Standard Version, also known as the ESV, and our format is the one-year Bible. Let's read. Deuteronomy chapter 26. When you come into the land that the Lord your God is giving you for an inheritance and have taken possession of it and live in it, you shall take some of the first of all the fruit of the ground, which you harvest from your land that the Lord your God is giving you, and you shall put it in a basket, and you shall go to the place that the Lord your God will choose to make his name to dwell there. And you shall go to the priest who is in office at that time and say to him, I declare today to the Lord your God that I have come into the land that the Lord swore to our fathers to give us. Then the priest shall take the basket from your hand and set it down before the altar of the Lord your God. And you shall make response before the Lord your God. A wandering Aramean was my father. And he went down into Egypt and sojourned there, few in number, and there he became a nation, great, mighty, and populous. And the Egyptians treated us harshly and humiliated us and laid on us hard labor. Then we cried to the Lord, the God of our fathers, and the Lord heard our voice and saw our affliction, our toil, and our oppression. And the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, with great deeds of terror, with signs and wonders. And he brought us into this place and gave us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And behold, now I bring the first of the fruit of the ground, which you, O Lord, have given me. And you shall set it down before the Lord your God and worship before the Lord your God. And you shall rejoice in all the good that the Lord your God has given to you and to your house, you and the Levite, and the sojourner who is among you. When you have finished paying all the tithe of your produce in the third year, which is the year of tithing, giving it to the Levite, the sojourner, the fatherless, and the widow, so that they may eat within your towns and be filled, then you shall say before the Lord your God, I have removed the sacred portion out of my house, and moreover, I have given it to the Levite, the sojourner, the fatherless, and the widow, according to all your commandment that you have commanded me. I have not transgressed any of your commandments, nor have I forgotten them. I have not eaten of the tithe while I was mourning, or removed any of it while I was unclean, or offered any of it to the dead. I have obeyed the voice of the Lord my God. I have done according to all that you have commanded me. Look down from your holy habitation, from heaven, and bless your people Israel and the ground that you have given us as you swore to our fathers, a land flowing with milk and honey. This day the Lord your God commands you to do these statutes and rules. You shall therefore be careful to do them with all your heart and with all your soul. You have declared today that the Lord is your God, and that you will walk in His ways, and keep His statutes and His commandments and His rules, and will obey His voice. And the Lord has declared today that you are a people for His treasured possession, as he has promised you, and that you are to keep all his commandments, and that he will set you in praise and in fame and in honor, high above all nations that he has made. 
and that you shall be a people holy to the Lord your God, as he promised. Deuteronomy chapter 27 Now Moses and the elders of Israel commanded the people, saying, Keep the whole commandment that I command you today, and on the day you cross over the Jordan to the land that the Lord your God is giving you, you shall set up large stones and plaster them with plaster, and you shall write on them all the words of this law, when you cross over to enter the land that the Lord your God is giving you, a land flowing with milk and honey, as the Lord, the God of your fathers, has promised you. And when you have crossed over the Jordan, you shall set up these stones, concerning which I command you today, on Mount Ebal, and you shall plaster them with plaster. And there you shall build an altar to the Lord your God, an altar of stones. You shall wield no iron tool on them. You shall build an altar to the Lord your God of uncut stones, and you shall offer burnt offerings on it to the Lord your God. And you shall sacrifice peace offerings and shall eat there. And you shall rejoice before the Lord your God. And you shall write on the stones all the words of this law very plainly. Then Moses and the Levitical priest said to all Israel, Keep silence and hear, O Israel. This day you have become the people of the Lord your God. You shall therefore obey the voice of the Lord your God, keeping His commandments and His statutes, which I command you today. That day Moses charged the people, saying, When you have crossed over the Jordan, these shall stand on Mount Gerizim to bless the people, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Joseph, and Benjamin. And these shall stand on Mount Ebal for the curse, Reuben, Gad, Asher, Zebulun, Dan, and Naphtali. And the Levites shall declare to all the men of Israel in a loud voice, Cursed be the man who makes a carved or cast metal image, an abomination to the Lord, a thing made by the hands of a craftsman, and sets it up in secret. And all the people shall answer and say, Amen. Cursed be anyone who dishonors his father or his mother. And all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be anyone who moves his neighbor's landmark. And all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be anyone who misleads a blind man on the road. And all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be anyone who perverts the justice due to the sojourner, the fatherless, and the widow. And all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be anyone who lies with his father's wife, because he has uncovered his father's nakedness. And all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be anyone who lies with any kind of animal. And all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be anyone who lies with his sister, whether the daughter of his father or the daughter of his mother. And all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be anyone who lies with his mother-in-law, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be anyone who strikes down his neighbor in secret, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be anyone who takes a bribe to shed innocent blood, and all the people shall say, Amen. Cursed be anyone who does not confirm the words of this law by doing them, and all the people shall say, Amen. Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. Now as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. 
But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Luke chapter 11, verses 1 through 13. Now Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. And he said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us, and lead us not into temptation. And he said to them, Which of you who has a friend will go to him at midnight and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine has arrived on a journey, and I have nothing to set before him, and he will answer from within, Do not bother me, the door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed, I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, Yet because of his impudence, he will rise and give him whatever he needs. And I tell you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion. If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Psalm chapter 76 In Judah God is known. His name is great in Israel. His abode has been established in Salem, His dwelling place in Zion. There He broke the flashing arrows the shield, the sword, and the weapons of war. Selah. Glorious are you, more majestic than the mountains full of prey. The stout-hearted were stripped of their spoil. They sank into sleep. All the men of war were unable to use their hands. At your rebuke, O God of Jacob, both rider and horse lay stunned. But you, you are to be feared. Who can stand before you when once your anger is roused? From the heavens you uttered judgment. The earth feared and was still when God arose to establish judgment to save all the humble of the earth. Selah. Surely the wrath of man shall praise you. The remnant of wrath you will put on like a belt. Make your vows to the Lord your God and perform them. Let all around him bring gifts to him who is to be feared who cuts off the spirit of princes, who is to be feared by the kings of the earth. Proverbs chapter 12, verses 15 through 17. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. The vexation of a fool is known at once, but the prudent ignores an insult. Whoever speaks the truth gives honest evidence, but a false witness utters deceit. Let's pray. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. And as I lift up our listeners today, 
I just want to say that regardless of what's going on in the world, you are steady, you are faithful, you are filled with wisdom. There's not one thing that you're afraid of or nervous about, and you are our God. And so we choose today to place all of our confidence, every single bit of it, in you. We lean into you right now. I thank you that you have opened up and provided a way for us to come before you in this incredible place of prayer to call on your name. And you said in your word that if we call unto you, that you would answer us. God, I ask that you would draw us close by the presence of your Holy Spirit. Reveal more and more of your son, Jesus, to us. Give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart that is soft and receptive to you. We love you. And we ask all of these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. For our devotional today, I want to talk about this story here in Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. It's a story of Mary and Martha and Jesus. Here, Jesus is in the house, in Martha's house. And her sister, Mary, who, according to the customs of that time as a woman, she should have been helping serve and wait on people with Martha, but she didn't. She was at the feet of Jesus, listening to him as he taught. So Martha has enough. And she goes and says, Lord, you don't care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her to help me. But Jesus told her, Martha, Martha. You are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. I may have shared this story before on here. I'm not sure, but it's applicable. It's relevant, so I'm going to share it again, if I have. Years ago, when I first went into youth ministry, a young pastor, I met with my pastor because I was so worried and overwhelmed I wanted to do things right. I want to make sure that I wasn't missing anything. I'm in, I'm in ministry. Can you give me a to-do list? So out of much frustration, I'm sure, he wrote this comprehensive list and called me in his office and said, it's time to go over your requirements as a staff member. And there was a few on that list that stayed with me throughout all these years now, decades. But one of them that was so important is this. As a member of this staff, you are required to minister to him before you minister for him. And then he explained these. He said, it is important that you minister to the Lord in the area of worship and devotion long before you ever minister for him, because it's out of the place of ministry to him that you'll be the most effective at ministering to people. And here's Martha and she's working and she's serving. She's got all these things going, but Mary's like, hey, Jesus, he's in the house. Jesus is in the house. I know where I'm going. And so dishes can wait. Sandwich platters can wait. It's like a married couple that spends their years so busy taking care of the kids and raising the kids and getting the soccer practice and baseball practice and football practice and all these different things are going on in school and college and they're working and serving. They get church activity and this activity, but they never do really foster that relationship that they have with one another. They never sit with one another and grow in the area of intimacy. And then one day they look at each other and they don't even know each other. And I wonder how many times in life we go through activity, 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 and church activity and functions, but don't really ever sit with the Lord. Hey, pastor, come on, serve me up. 
Come on, evangelist, come on, give me something, provoke me a little bit. But when's the last time we sat at the feet of the Lord? Now, I'm not just saying this because it's the Bible podcast, but setting aside time every day to say, I'm going to give myself 20 to 25 minutes just to take in the word of God. I'm going to spend some time in prayer. I want to know him. I want to love him. A part of our Bible reading and prayer is sitting at the feet of Jesus saying, hey, I just want more of you. That's why I love this daily experience of going through the Bible. Now, everything that I said so far is not to discount church activity. It's not to discount fellowshipping with other believers. So for a person to say, well, you know what? I'm going to cut out everything. All you need is Jesus and just be with Jesus. That's not accurate either. So that is not what I'm saying. So don't misunderstand me. Well, that's all that I have for today. I hope that you've enjoyed it, got something out of it. If so, make sure you share it with a family member or a friend. I'd also love to ask you, if you would, consider sharing this podcast on some of your social media platforms if you're really enjoying it or getting something out of it. I know that many of you have. Don't forget that you can reach out to me by going to my website at randygudo.com and you can scroll to the bottom on my homepage and there's an area where you can send me a direct message. It comes right to my email box and I will email you back. Have a great day, everyone, and I will see you tomorrow with Day 95.